Uh, so Nella, uh, talking about art, I think some people would say you don't, you shouldn't do it because it doesn't need it. It speaks for itself. It should speak for itself because it needs to connect with you. And it's the emotional connection really needs no words. You know, I talk when I make, um, when I make the stuff. Um, <laughs> and I know there's a sense of a reverent silence can be around the idea of making art. And that maybe you're destroying something. You're, you're breaking it down. You're destroying a certain mystical magic about it. But I, I would say that no matter how much you talk about art, there's no way could you ever get to the deep, to the mystery of it. You will go down to the bottom of it, you'll go to the top of it, and you will never, you will never find it. But the talking about of it for me is, is really an art in itself. I, I love words. And um, it's, it's a way of connecting and it's a way of um, connecting to the art and connecting to other people. I want to find ways of expressing. I want, I want people to come into this world and that, that, that captivates me and fascinates me. And I want them to stand in my shoes and feel how transformative it is. And I, especially with people who are somewhat skeptical or find, you know, what I'm doing obscure or just not sure about it. I suppose I feel like I'm an advocate or an, an ambassador. That it's almost a responsibility. If I have a skill with words, then it's a sort of a responsibility to be a bridge. Yes, well, which I wanted to say, you have such an incredible command of words, you know, it's um, that you are creating another art in itself with your words. Uh, but going back to the arts and that, you know, when I go to a museum, I will never listen to, I never put the, I, I don't do that because I want to go to the museum and make my own, inter I want to be able to interpret those works for, for me. I want to be the one to decide what they represent more than what the curator has written on, on the label. So then I don't need any words. I don't need anybody to tell me. And I think because of that, if a person is looking at one of my pieces, I'm quiet and I just want to see what their reaction is first. Then they, if they want to know more, or if they really got the sense, the, the essence of the painting, then I might be able to tell them a little bit, but not too much because it's their journey. So then it doesn't need words. What I have words is for other artists or people, just you don't have to be a painter, but those people that say, I would love to paint, but I will never be able to do it. And I say, why not? Why do you think that in order to create, you need to have a, an art degree? Why? You know, you can really, uh, and, and then I become like you. I'm an ambassador, I'm a messenger. I want everybody to experience that feeling that we have when we put that first mark on the paper, on the canvas, and, and how excited you feel. And it's just that, that excitement and that reaching 
our spirit, our, our emotions. And um, it's like going to the gym and working out and you have your adrenaline being so high and, and so sweaty. After I finish a painting, that's how I feel yes. that I've exercised. So I am that way. I use words to encourage others, but not so much about my own paintings because I want others to connect that way. I entirely agree. I think also art is a non-verbal language. It has its own language. By doing it, you become more tuned and you become more adept at a non-verbal language. I, I love watching film of other artists working and uh, some of them some of them talk while they're while they're doing it. It's just a kind of way of co having a conversation out loud and also laughing at yourself and talking to yourself and talking about the presence in the room, a, an invisible presence or something working its way through you. But the fact that this is a non-verbal medium, a language, I think what I enjoy about it is trying hopelessly to put words to it. It's like a challenge to me. If I can just somehow squeeze or mangle or energize or find words that might just bridge that gap between that nonverbal language and, and, and my tongue and my mouth and somehow do that impossible thing of bringing it, it transforming it into words, it seems it's, it's exciting to me to do that. Like writing a poem, I, I want to try and make you make the readers see my experience of the moon in a way that maybe you've never thought of before to to enliven it to freshen it to make it like you've just been burst out into the world and seeing things for the first time because art when you're making art it does enliven your senses and you it is like seeing the world afresh all the time when you have this this medium oh yes for sure for sure and we want others to experience that. Yes. It's, it's reading yes. a poem. Just it, it, it sensitizes you to the world. I think it makes you appreciate the world. It may, it may, it's, um, I feel that, that by being involved in shape and color and form, that I have developed another sense organ. I think there are, I think there are all kinds of sense organs we don't even know that we have. And, so and that, that doing art has developed something else in me apart from sight, sound. Because I know you and I have the same thing when we're staring at a cloud, for example, the way it shifts and it changes. Before I did art, I couldn't, I did not have that capacity just to stare and be entertained. It's like eating, it's like watching a great play. It just, it holds my attention. And I would, I find it, challenging and exciting to try and describe what the hell is going on in me when I'm doing that. I know. You, you know it, don't you? Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> it, it, you don't need all this, you know, masses of stimulation. It just, just gazing at something. It's like, it's like eating. Just gazing at something and really feeling it and really just getting into it. Oh, I mean, gosh. And how would you explain? I could not before I was making art. I I couldn't have I, I couldn't have imagined that was that kind of thing was available to me, and it is such a pleasure. You know, I always say that art can change the world. And when I say 
art, I mean every form of art, you know, you, whether it's uh, singing, music, uh, dancing, uh, visual art, anything, because it transports you into that state where you see and you feel more. And there is nothing else that can transport you to that. It's all your senses are working in that moment. They absolutely are. And, and it, it comes together in you and you feel more whole and you feel stronger, more able to assert yourself. You, you, you know yourself better. And there's no such thing as boredom. You can't, no. you, you lose this sense of boredom or malaise or eh, the days are just going by and what's happening to my life. I don't think you have to remain an artist, call yourself an artist. It's a way in, maybe it'll take you into areas like engineering or, but it'll open up vistas, it'll open up worlds in you of possibility. It's one route in that's very accessible to you because you don't need money, you don't need masses of space. You can do it right here, right now, wherever you are, with your family, without a family. And it might energize, say you're an engineer, it might energize some of your engineering ideas just by the contrast of it. But certainly it might not consume you. It starts to consume you after a while. It has done me and you. And then you're getting on to wanting to spend more and more time doing that. And I don't think necessarily everybody would want to do that, but you have to find out for yourself, which is why if you're just starting out, you need to spend your time with it. All the answers aren't going to come straight away. You're not going to find yourself transformed in a day or you might. Everybody's got their own pace at this, but there is a point where you now want to spend all your time and now you're thinking that you want to sell this and you want to live by this because that's how consumed you are. And I was thinking about this uh, painting you just sold to this hotel in Boston, Nella. Yes. What was the name of it again, Terra? Terra Stratis. Terra Stratis. Yes. of uh, the layers and uh, it gave me the feeling of Italy, of course, the, um, the uh, layers of the earth. And, um, you know, I just love to work with, with a lot of texture. Yeah. Each time I add an, a layer and then I subtract a layer, something magical happens to what's underneath, so what peeks through. And so that's the kind of painting and you will never get tired of it because each time you look at it, you discover something new. Yes. And I add words to it. So I write poetry on the canvas. And um, so it was kind of interesting because when the designer came to my studio uh, in December, actually, they fell in love and, uh, with the painting and they couldn't get it out of their mind. And so they bought it in, uh, for the hotel. And then because of COVID, we couldn't drop it off right away. Right. But um, yeah, it was a pleasure because uh, usually they will go for more commercial style paintings. And this is definitely more of an historical, how would I say? It gives you more of the history of Italy or something you would see on a wall. Well, I saw this on your Instagram page. And I thought, how interesting, because I haven't seen your paintings physically. We haven't actually met in, in person. You're over there in the States, on the East Coast, and I'm over here in England, on the, in the West Country. So I've seen your work on your website, but to see it this singled out, now there was a focus on it. I think when you, when you see paintings amongst other paintings, they have a relationship with each other. 
Now this piece was going off to have its own life and its own independence on its own. There's a, you have a video where you're, you show us around your studio and you say, oh, here are all my babies. I know, I know. But you know, it, 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 again, you need to make sure that your baby's going to a good home. You uh-huh. know? And um, there have been times that I didn't sell my work to people that I knew they were just buying it to for the core. Right. And I knew that it will do that to a home, to a house, it makes it a home. Yeah. But I want my paintings to have more of a meaning to, uh, to people that buy it. Yeah. I just sold two paintings this weekend to this uh, couple. And just seeing how they reacted, the the emotional impact that the work has on them. It just, I know yeah. those pieces belong to them. Yes. Because they give them peace. One was for the husband, the other for the wife. But yet they both loved each piece. So it just really warmed my heart. It's a strange thing that happens when you stop painting. There is this sense of where you've created something that now has a life of its own it is like a child and put you in it but it's going to find its own way in the world it's speaking for you but really it's speaking for itself it has a relationship with the person who now has it and who knows where its journey might go on from there and seeing this painting i really looked at it so carefully and it was so exciting because i I saw what I wanted to see in it, which was so much of Italy that I know. I just felt the earth, the sun, the colors, the walls, the way the, the cities are, the way the countryside is, was just all in this painting. It's like the painting changes. It's, it's alchemical, what happens to a painting. It doesn't stay static. Even though it, it's like a freeze frame, it seems still. It doesn't. It's... It's when you've painted, the next day you go in, something has changed. You see it a month later, a year later, it's changed. It changes all the time. It's, it's moving, it's breathing. And in this hotel, I was excited at the thought of other people walking past it and looking at it, getting up close to it. And I think it's also exciting to have a return, that, to be rewarded. Yes. You love to do so much. Yes, it's so true. Well, that my contribution, I guess, you know, it's to the world in a way. I know that the finances are important because you feel validated, but it's not the whole thing. It's just seeing the pleasure that it brings others that, um, and that we can all do it if you really want to do it. It's going back to what you said earlier. It doesn't mean that just because you decide today you're going to paint, tomorrow is going to be a masterpiece, but... It, you go steps, baby steps at a time. As long as in your mind, you have a goal, you have a desire of what you want to do. Some people might not want to call it a goal because it might be restrictive to them. Um, but let's say you have a dream. We all have dreams. Mm-hmm. And when you see your dreams coming true, manifesting, it's because also your hard work because you place yourself in that position by working hard, but not waiting for that inspiration to come upon you, but to have that inspiration find you when you're working. So not to be tomorrow, tomorrow. If you feel like it, do it today. 
I can only do this in one frame of mind and that the muse has to grab me. It's not true. The, you can at any time, and the inspiration is there as a constant Yes. for you to tap into. And you don't even have to be in the best frame of mind or anything. You have not have to have any preparation or it's just there for the taking. Um, but I love, I love that because now we're talking again, what inspires you? sometimes could be the word of a person of another artist or a mentor that it will stay in your mind so what you and i are doing now we we are doing just that we want to inspire others we want to inspire the seasoned artist as well as the artists they're just starting out yes. so we want everyone to feel what we feel but uh, there are also a lot of uh, painters that right now they feel blocked because of everything that is going on. Yeah. And our words might just give them an incentive or fuel their passion again. And that's what we are doing. And I think this is what our mission is. is uh, you know, my, me as Nella and you as Celia, we're just doing that. It's our hope to reach others. It's just, it's not always easy. Also, it's interesting, this idea of words and art and these different languages is when you put text into art. Yes. Um, because it's all available when you're approaching this and when you're diving into this. And um, I found it interesting. It was just a natural evolution to start to want to put words into the painting or whatever it is that I'm doing. And, um, and it's... I found that another interesting juxtaposition between a, a visual language, a non-verbal language, and putting text into the painting between this visual medium and this text had such a chemical reaction. It changed what a word is. Um, the image interacted with the words to make you question what a word is and what the meaning is of a word. Does the word relate to the image or not at all? Why is it there? There are no rules that it's, everything is up for grabs. You can do whatever, whoever you want. You are free. And as you say, the seasoned artists, the people who've been selling, who, who know the, the commercial side of this world as, what would you call it? Work or, um, you know, an industry sometimes you can feel seized up or you feel that you're just maybe repeating yourself and you want to try and find a way to enliven or go into some kind of new territory. Well, I think that it's very important in, in the arts to allow yourself to experiment. Experimenting will keep you evolving. Yeah. If you are not experimenting and doing the same thing over and over, it might actually block you, might be able to create a perfect painting in technically technically perfect, but um, might not have the the energy that you want because it's repetition. Yeah, I mean, beware of perfection in a way. It can be a bit of a, a dead end road that it's very easy to go down it. You got it down to a fine art, perfecting and perfecting, and people love it. It can stultify you and stagnate you. And it might be a time to loosen up in some way and risk making mistakes, risk going to, into another territory where you're not sure anymore. 
risk those surprises, risk failure, or what you perceive to be failure at that point, because that failure is a perception, and um, find other vistas opening, opening up to you. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of, of someone who's quite happy in, in just a world where they are, it's almost like a meditation. They know what they're doing. They're going to execute. They know where this is going. I don't think that I could say that that was, that was always a bad thing. Or I wouldn't advise that you, you have to do this, but if you, if you detect in yourself that you're getting into habits that you're right. not seeing life freshly enough, that you're maybe missing something in the past where you, where you took more risks. Right, for sure, yes. I think each person is so different, but I noticed that some of the, um, some of the artists that I know, the time comes when they don't want to paint the pretty things anymore. Mm. They want to have the true expression of what they feel life is all about so then they start experimenting but um i think last week we were talking about the need to show the world that you can also do the other yes. kind of yes <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes i can do that too but um i've evolved to this to this uh, dimension now to this new plane and uh, you have to allow yourself to do that if you feel you are confined in the artist that you are now. So, and that your life is just proving yourself, proving your right to do this. Uh, that, that's not really serving you. No, exactly. We have the right. We have the right to really uh, find out what is that we want to do for ourselves. First is our voice. But if you do it because I'm known to be this way, and they know me that I can do this, and I don't want to disappoint others, then you're painting for others. And this is what we're talking about. How can we reach that spot in ourselves where we say, we are, I'm doing it for myself, and I'm reaching people just by being myself. Yes. And how satisfying that is. It's me, it's you. When you're doing that, you are investigating your uh, every part of you, and some of those parts might not be easy. When you said that word pretty, I thought that was interesting because I, there was a while where I didn't understand art that wasn't pretty. I would go to exhibitions, I mean, this is way back, and I would breeze over things that didn't appeal to me aesthetically. So, well, I don't know why they put that there. And then I felt a transformation because obviously there was something going on in me, in my own development, where I actually became fascinated. Those were the things that I was now looking at. I remember it was this penile thing protruding from the wall. What was it? I don't know. It was drooping. It was there. And I was with a group of people who wanted to look at the, the paintings that were more aesthetically, you know, um, appealing, you could say. How brave. And what does it say? What is it, what is it that we want to shove under the carpet? Right. What is it that we don't want to talk about? With oh, yeah. You're putting that in front of us to say, you know, maybe some things are not easy. And I think when you're truly opened up, you're willing to go into those areas. You're not, you're not worried about an audience. 
um, which is why I'm sort of loath to talk about selling things, although I love it more than anything. <laughs> and I love it when someone comes and they, they want to put some money down on what I've done because it means they, I know they're committed. They're not just going by with the comment when, when you get people who come back and say to your painting, you know, uh, 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 say, I've been waiting to find you and I want to really buy this. There's nothing more thrilling than that. But I think in terms of developing yourself and, and really examining yourself and finding your own unique expression, um, if you're worried about an audience, worried about satisfying some kind of aesthetic in an audience, you're not going to dig deep. Right, for sure. So I know you and I, um, the things that really make us exciting, uh, that really excite us, sorry, the connection between art and spirituality. And um, when, when, we, when we talk again, let's, let's really go into that, Nella, because that's just I what you, are, you and I are happy. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. <laughs> Talk to you later. Okay. Bye.